This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast. I'm Chris Sinzak. Aaron Camaro will be along shortly. Uh, I want to thank everyone who checked out the last two weeks' episodes that we did uh, covering Kiss's Carnival of Souls album with Toby Wright, the producer of the album. Uh, a lot of love it or hate it response for that album. A lot of love it response for the episodes. Uh, even had people said that, that they didn't like the album, but uh, enjoyed the episodes. So I'm glad we could provide some entertainment for you. Had a lot of great response from it, and Toby himself gave us the thumbs up and enjoyed doing it and has agreed to come back on in the future to do another one. So uh, as you've seen with the artwork and with the name of the show, uh, this is something we never thought we'd get to. We're doing a rap rock episode today. This was Aaron Camaro's idea, and I was reluctant at first, but I will admit we picked some really cool songs. I think if you're not a big fan of the rap rock or rap metal type genre, um, maybe you'll find some stuff in here that you like. I think you might. Um, I would I would hope that you guys would listen with an open mind on this. But uh, I want to go ahead and give a shout-out to all the geeks of the week. These are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter the links that we put up there. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash decibelgeek to join the fan page. And our Twitter is at DecibelGeekPod. Um, Geeks of the Week this week are Todd Cunningham, Anthony Poole, David Alpazar, Dave Shirt, Devin Fox, Mark Alden-Taylor, Reese Lett, Ryan Sessions, Baco, Bill Wang, Ian Wadley of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Robin Bennett, Justin Hayes, Colin Francis, Joe Lascon, Matt Bradshaw, Jeff Hoagland, Trevor McDougal, Brent Walter, Scott Olinger, Mike Blunt, Derek Novak, Matt Severson of the Paperback Rocker Podcast, Joe Royland, Dan Chaput, PJ Brown, Howard Tate, Brent Tibbetts, Corey Nallen, John Sunday, Warren Money, Mike Stewart, Matt Porter, who gets a huge shout-out for mentioning uh, the two-parter on The Kiss Room when it was on last week, well, The Watching You Podcast, Gary Daggett, Blair Linthorne, Brad Knott, Loudmouth, Faces Rocks Magazine, Paul 47M, Raw Magazine, Hot Metal Magazine, Brian Knapp, Sit and Spin with Joe Chad, Pollock, Mike Blunt, Sean Franklin, Alan Tate, Chris Capaldo, Music Mags and Wax, Jack Broad, Podcasts Are the Best. They are the best. That is the name of the page. Monty Carr, Hoops, Eric Gaudette, Nick Rose, Frank D., Stealth, Trapper Knight, Sven Isaacson, and as I mentioned before, The Kiss Room on their Twitter feed. Thanks to all of you. So hopefully after this episode, we still have those people in our marketing department helping us out. Yeah, this is um, this is a little different this week, and uh, Aaron really wanted us to go out on a limb, I think. I think it's good every once in a while to kind of stretch out a little bit, because we don't want to be known as just, you know the kiss podcast we don't want to just be known as the hair metal podcast we don't want to just be known as the thrash metal podcast we want to branch out a little bit and we you know the title of of this week's episode may have scared you a little bit but you know just remember we are still the decibel geek podcast we are not going to let you down so variety is the spice of life and we're going to shove this down your throat (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly. No. I mean, you know, to go to be totally honest with you, I'm not a big fan of rap rock. Even if this was my idea, just because I think we should branch out a little bit once in a while. Uh, but you know, what we've picked today is all decibel geek approved. Well, a lot of the most of my songs are all things that came out. I think yeah, all but uh, well, three out of the five songs that I picked are all from the early to mid '90s. Yeah. So these are all songs that mean a lot to me personally, and they're songs that. 
I typically wouldn't get a chance to play on the show. Right, yeah, same here. And I will say this. I think every one of my songs has awesome riffing in it. So Yeah, mine too. If you can overlook the rapping, then you might enjoy this one. Yeah, because even though it's a rap rock episode, it is, we're still going to concentrate on the rock. Yes. So I guess if they we're going to get this going, we might as well just jump right into it. All right, it. so I'm starting out. I hope you guys stick with us today. <laughs> it's just one week. We're trying something different. Yeah, give us a chance. Okay, so uh, my first pick is from 1992. It's the debut album by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, nobody does r- uh, rap rock much better yeah. than those guys. These guys were incredible, and they let's just—I'd say they were some of the early originators of this type of sound. Yeah, and I think it's kind of—it's kind of a bad thing because I think Tom Morello gets a little underrated because of the genre. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if it wasn't for the rock in this rap rock, it, w- it wouldn't be what it is. And Tom Morello will always have cool points in my book for his uh, induction speech yeah. for Kiss's Hall of Fame. Hell yeah, he will. That was an inc- you couldn't you could not have said it any better than nope. he did. It he was did. perfect. He put it right on the money. And it's just a great riff writer too. And like I know his solos are a little out there and and wacky, but um, the song I picked is uh, the riff on it is fucking great, and I think you guys are gonna like it. This is from their debut studio album, released November 3rd, 1992, two days before my birthday. Nice. Happy birthday. On uh, Epic Records, produced by Garth Richardson, who um, has done a lot of great albums. Good, 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 Garth. And worked under uh, Michael Wagoner before in his early years. And this album went to number 45 on the Billboard 200 charts. And this song that I'm about to play features Tool vocalist Maynard James Keenan on additional vocals and also features Jane's Addiction drummer Stephen Perkins on trash can percussion. Nice. Uh, Maynard James Keenan has been known on occasion to appear on stage with Rage to uh, perform this song. And this is my, this is, I love the whole album, but this is definitely my favorite, favorite song on the entire album. This is Rage Against the Machine with Know Your Enemy. Check this out. Yeah. 
down one how's that that's badass i mean so far so good i think we're gonna be okay yeah. you know we're not going too far out there i mean it is still rock and roll we're talking about here right so i got one here for you too that is very cool and it's uh by a band called clutch now the story with this was that this song was originally written kind of to make fun of rap rock mm-hmm. it was never intended to to appear on 2001's pure rock fury um it ended up somehow getting on the album it was released as a single and it becomes the band's most commercially successful song (laughs) up to that point uh peaking at 24 on the uh rock charts you know so he said that he never thought in a million years that the song was going to end up on the record to begin with and then other people liked it and he was he didn't really want to go forward with it but everybody liked it so much and they said you know people are going to read this the wrong way they're going to think we're trying to go rap rock we're trying to (laughs) follow the trend and that's not what this was intended to be right but the problem was was everybody liked it so much even though he was just kind of pissing on rap rock right but it was done so well People liked it. People liked it. And I think you guys are going to like it, too. So from 2001 off the Pure Rock Fury album, the one and only Clutch with Careful with that mic. To amuse your fans and act all urban to jack up your sound scan. What's the matter with you? How come you write monosyllabically? Is atrophy shrinking your entire vocabulary? Your style's like garbage cans meant to be taken out on a weekly basis. Ever since you're frustrated, you've been in a state of suspended animation. You look like Snuffleupagus and Australopithecus. Me, Cray, you abacus. Enough about you, let's talk about me and how single-handedly I redefine the science of radio astronomy. Make a Nobel Prize when it's questioned the notions of reality. Oh, but I digress. You play sorry, I play chess. King's Barney, need you check me. Go get some Percocets. <laughs> Intolerant makes you pass gas, frightens all the girls away. Only friends you keep are those you pay. Always on the ready for the whack snack attack. I carry sandwiches around in a straight edge style dance park backpack. Got the gadget, you get bomb, control your mind, make you jump in a pond. Go quack quack and flap your arms, leave you confused but completely unarmed. <laughs>
I'm ashamed to admit that I've been fooled by the seductions of violence. People walking around with ugly auras. At times I'm even tempted to seek the advice of Dr. Laura. But I ignore her. And I take a deep breath and count to ten. Ain't gonna let it get under my skin. Take a deep breath and count to ten. Think of all the nice places that I've been. Like back when I was waging peace against the Visigoths. I was tutoring the ancient mysteries by a wise and fierce soft. Flung the bottom rhythm of celestial time. Wait for one to come to get it done. Baltimore's own clutch with careful with that Mike Neal Fallon doing the rap thing there. It's good, you man. know. Yeah, it's a good song. That and, guy's uh, got rhythm. You know, if anyone knows about uh, hard street life, ask anyone from Baltimore. Baltimore's a rough town. Yeah. So you know that's a in clutch as I mentioned in the past. You hear even if even when they do rap rock, yeah. you hear just a couple of notes and you know it's clutch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're that's, a very that's defined a pr- sound as far as rap rock goes. Yeah. I think that's pretty damn good. Yeah, it is good. Um, so my next pick um, is a cover song, and it's a cover of a song originally released in 1983 by Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah, talking one of my about favorite bands. One of my favorite uh, songs that came out last year in 2014, Body Count's cover of Institutionalized. That's awesome. I I somehow missed that last year, and Chris just played it for me before we yeah. started recording. It's freaking awesome. You have to see the video to go along yeah, with it. Yeah, you gotta watch yeah. the video. After you listen to this episode, go check out the video. But it's their fifth album, released on June of 2014 by Sumerian Records. And as I said, the original version by Suicidal Tendencies. I love how they updated the lyrics and made it fitting to today. Yes. It's, you will not find a better cover that's updated than this one. This is Body Count with Institutional Live. Yeah, I came home from work the other day. I was tired. I just wanted to sit back in my big chair and play a little Xbox, you know, relax a little. Then my wife comes in, she starts telling me I play too much Xbox. I said, what the fuck do you mean? This is just how I relax. Can I just play a little Xbox? Then she says, I saw an Oprah today that guys that play video games don't love their wives. I'm like, motherfucking bitch, fuck Oprah. I don't give a fuck. Play my video game. I don't give a fuck about Oprah. Oprah ain't got no man. You better worry about your motherfucking self. I just want to kill some motherfuckers on Xbox. She said, you seem like you have an anger problem. Maybe you need some help. I'm like, bitch, call the police now. Gonna be institutionalized. You come out, brainwash, bloodshot eyes. You won't have anything to say. They'll brainwash you, TC, they wait. I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. I put in my password, it says I have an invalid password. 
I know my fucking password. So then it says go to customer service. So I get on customer service. I start talking to this dude. This motherfucker sound like he's from India or some shit. He says to me, what's your first dog's name? I don't know what my fucking first dog's name was. What the fuck's the matter with you? I just want my password. Give me my fucking password. So then he ends up giving me my password. And he says, your password has been sent to your email address. I'm like, I can't get in my email address. What about can't get in my email address? Do you not understand, motherfucker? He says, oh my God, it seems like you have an anger problem. You should have that checked out. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. They put me in the institution. Said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. The other day I'm just sitting alone on lunch break at my job, trying to eat a ham sandwich. Got little potato chips in the side, little Kool-Aid. This motherfucker walks up to me and says, are you going to eat that? Like, yeah, I'm going to eat that. What do you fuck you think I'm going to do? Shove it up your ass? Do you understand that that pork could kill you? Look, motherfucker, pork is not going to kill me unless they figure a way to shoot it out of a fucking gun. But I might kill you. Do you realize how much sugar is in that Kool-Aid? I said, do you realize how much blood is in the human body? Do you want to see it, motherfucker? He said, oh my God, you need therapy. You have an anger problem. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. You put me in the institution. Said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. So any vegans listening to the show, I apologize. <laughs> I won't kill you. Fuck a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, that is so awesome. I, I do know how much so blood much. there is in the human body, and I don't need to see it. <laughs> I love. It's one of the best covers ever. Yeah, I like it a lot. Like it a lot, a lot. I'm going home and going on iTunes and downloading that one. immediately. <laughs> Um, moving on along with the uh, rack, rap rock theme here, we're we're doing okay so far. I think you're sticking with us. You see what we're doing. We're not going too crazy with you here, but uh, I got one here. This is pretty awesome too. Now this came out on a soundtrack in 1993, and it was for the muse uh, for the movie Judgment Night. That's a good movie, which is a damn good movie. And the soundtrack, the idea was to take rock and roll performers and team them up with rap and hip hop performers and to see what they could come up with together. And what you get is some pretty unique pairings. On the uh, soundtrack, you'll hear the likes of Helmet teaming up with House of Pain. Mm. Uh, You'll have uh, the Teenage Fan Club teaming up with De La Soul. Interesting. Faith No More and the Booyah Tribe. Um, We just had Ice-T on here. You know, Ice-T and Slayer does a really awesome song on here called Disorder. Um, what else is I Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill? You know, it's it, there's some pretty odd pairings on here, and some of it comes off really good. Mm-hmm. Some of it comes off really bad. Yeah, it's an experiment. But this is definitely probably the highlight of the album, unless you're a big Slayer fan, you know. But other than that, this one's really good. This was a team up of the legends 
the guys that basically started rap rock. Totally did. Along with Aerosmith. I could have done that. We could have done Walk This Way with Aerosmith that's and Run too DMC. Easy. But that's a little too easy. You're right. So I pulled this one off the, the uh, soundtrack we're talking about. It's Living Color teaming up with Run DMC. And this one's called Me, Myself, and My Microphone. Living Color teaming up with Run DMC for me, myself, and my microphone. I love the movie. I've never heard the soundtrack, but after you listing off all those uh, pairings up, pairing up, pairings up, I'm going to check out that soundtrack. For yeah, sure. you definitely should. Hey, if you're going to do that, go through the Amazon yep. link at decibelgeek.com to do it. You can help us out here at the show. I highly recommend that soundtrack. If you dig rap rock at all, yeah. at all, that that one's definitely worth checking out for the Slayer and Ice T team up alone. And Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. Yeah, that's really. I have to hear this. That one's really cool too. I mean, and uh, another one that's really cool on there, which seems unlikely but is actually pretty good, is the team up of Mud Honey. And Sir Mix a lot, uh, all Seattle combination. As funny as that sounds, yeah, it's really good. I'm gonna, then, I'm definitely gonna buy that. And then the classic rap rock combination of Biohazard and Onyx. 
Huh. Remember that when they oh, teamed yeah. up for a while there? Slam. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. So um straight up, homie. Yeah, my next pick is from a band that uh it's kind of done the rap rock thing for years, but um this is a band that, that went on to be huge after this album. But I'll be honest, I only like this album by them, and there's a reason why. I'm talking about the Deftones Adrenaline album that came out on October of nineteen ninety five on Maverick Records. Um this the Deftones, in my opinion, started off great, and this album is a great album from start to finish. It's really aggressive. It's got some rap stuff in it, but it's got Chino doing some screams in it, the singer, and they really went far away from this direction after this album. Like a lot of people point to White Pony as their masterpiece. Yeah, I can't stand it. I just he went into like Chino becomes a one trick pony after this album. It's all this just kind of moaning type vocals that he does and he does a bit of that on this stuff but like there's a there's some variety on it and there's aggression in the music but like the stuff they released after this album just does not do it for me but the adrenaline album is a kick-ass album from 1995 this was my senior year in high school and my first year of college so this is right in my sweet spot of growing up right um produced by terry date who produced a lot of albums by a band you might know called Pantera. Right. Um, this album was certified gold by the RIAA on July 7th, 1999, a recognition of 500,000 units sold. Eventually went platinum in 2008. And this is the Deftones, and this is a great song. Strap in. It's called Root.
man, that is a little more rocking than what I'm used to from the Deftones. Yeah, because I mean, most of the stuff they did after this kind of meanders and is real moody. Yeah. You know, it's heavy, but it's moody. But, like, if you want to hear them actually get angry and kick some ass, this is the album that you want to get. Check out some of that earlier that stuff. That Adrenaline album is great. I know bands that are heavy. I like heavy bands. I like heavy bands like Guar. Yeah, we know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Rap Rock Masters Guar. Rap Rock Masters Guar. Yeah, man. And uh, let's see, what year did this come on out? This was off the Ragnarok album that came out in 1995. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't really think of Guaras and Rap Rock together, but that's why we're doing the Decibel Geek podcast here today in Rap Rock. Because, Where else are you going to hear this? Right. We're not doing what you think we're doing. We don't have no Linkin Park on the slate today. You know. Uh, okay, i got to change one of my picks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Always call Linkin Park got, stinking Okay, part. well, let's see. You got any Limp Biscuit? No. no I neither. thought about it. Yeah, I yeah. thought about it, too. I like those know. first two albums. Yeah, you know. And there's, we could revisit this again. I don't know if we're going to be allowed to. We're not going to be allowed to. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. You never it's, know. It's Maybe fun people to try. say, you know what? You guys did a pretty good slant on that rap rock thing. I've got a new appreciation for it. We'll see. Well, we'll see how it goes. But Feedback you know, at decibelgeek.com. Right. So if you were going to do rap rock, you couldn't leave out Guar. But this one's special because this one is a song where the lead vocals, or I guess the lead rapping, is handled by Guar Manager, the manager with the mostest. Sleazy P. Martini. Seriously? Seriously. And you know what? You're going to thank me after you hear this because Sleazy's about to, de- about to let everybody know what's really going on in the world. Yeah. So check this one out. From 1995, the Ragnarok album. It's a good one. This is Guar, and Sleazy P. Martini thinks you ought to know this. Do it, 
The only band that could scare the hell out of old dirty bastard Guar from Ragnarok would think you ought to know this from 1995 and rap better too. Now, yeah. see, after hearing that, I want an entire sleazy P. Martini hip hop album. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, that would be awesome. But of course, you know that the story of sleazy P. Martini. He he found Guar in Antarctica and gave him some crack, and after that, he taught him how to play instruments. And they, because of the crack, they do whatever he said, and you know, he led him on to fame and fortune. That's how it always works, isn't it? Yeah, I think Most so. Most bands start out in Antarctica and get discovered and start smoking crack. And right. Yeah, I think that's how the Beatles got started. Of course, Sleazy P. Martini, played by Don Drac- Draculic. And uh, he isn't. He does stuff on and off with Guar still nowadays. But yeah, Sleazy P. Martini hip-hop album. I'm calling for it. That's there, what I want. There is no band like 2015. <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh, man. Okay, so... Um, Gotta love it. Guar, you know, may not be spring to mind immediately when you think of rap rock <laughs> and my next pick definitely well, when, when you put it like that <laughs> well, my my next pick definitely is the same way you typically you know unless you were on board early on in this band's career you would not think of this band when it comes to rap rock i'm talking about incubus who most people would consider you know just like a modern rock band right um after this album came out this is their second album called science uh, after this album came out, you know they really changed their sound and their direction. They were much more aggressive, and hip hop played more into their sound. But it was like a mix of metal and hip hop back at the time. At the time, they kind of lightened up on both perspectives as uh, time went on. Mm-hmm. The Science album is like kind of like the Wasp name with, uh, with you know with a little dot between each letter, and uh, people wonder what Science stands for, and they said it stands for sailing, sailing catamarans in every nautical captain's ecstasy. And it's just a nonsensical title that they came up with. They okay. just thought it would be funny. Um, not really that funny. That was but, just going to um, say. Yeah. That's not really funny. <laughs> no. Nah. But thankfully, they're not being paid for their sense of humor. They're good musicians. Um, this is their second album, released in September of 1997 on Epic Immortal Records. This album was certified gold, so it did have some success. Um, there's, a, there's a song called A Certain Shade of Green that was a bigger, the, kind of the radio hit off this song. But uh, this song right here kicks ass, and I was, uh, I, you know, you listeners are, are my friends, so I can I can divulge this without uh, feeling worried. Um, I was knee deep in a lot of drug abuse at the time that this album came out, <laughs> and uh, this song and this album really was a big deal to me at the time. So, any one of you that's been knee deep in drug abuse knows that music is a huge part of that lifestyle. I thought you were gonna say anybody that's done a lot of drugs really likes Incubus. Oh, that that's true too. But uh, this is Incubus with a cool song called Vitamins.
heavier thing than uh, the, the stuff you're used to from Incubus, right? I have to leave now. Why is that? And go do some drugs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I just ruined Aaron Camaro's life. You and Incubus. Yeah, me and Incubus screwed it teaming up. Teaming up on me. But yeah, bastards. rap rock episode and playing Incubus. Things yeah. are really weird today. Well, that's that's okay because we're you know we're stretching out a little bit, trying to do something a little can't bit. Can't say it's not a great, a little bit different. No, it's an awesome riff, and and some of that early stuff is really cool. I got some of them early Incubus CDs. Yeah, and it's to me it's hit and miss, but there are some really good gems in those the, those songs. Very cool. All right, so what? what All we right, got next? so here's one. This MC one, Hammer. No. this one might be a little more <laughs> obvious, not quite as obvious as MC Hammer, but if you're talking rap rock, you got to talk about Kid Rock. Because Kid Rock has pretty much mastered it over the years. This is a and first. Then, and then lost it. We've played Kid Rock have before. We? Yes, we have. Oh. We played the Mississippi song. I wasn't here for that. Jackson Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> you were off that day. Yeah, maybe my brain probably was. doctor's appointment or something. I don't know. Um, this one came out in 2001 off the album Cocky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Cocky. It came off Cocky in 2001. Um, you know thing about kid rock is that you know he's gone through his phases you know when he first came on the scene it was all about the the it was good rock riffs with rapping over the top a little bit of singing mixed in but it was all like rock style singing i just listened to the latest kid rock album oh, yeah nothing like that what does it sound like gospel country southern oh he's gone kinda. full redneck yeah i mean it's gotten yeah, I kind of. I didn't that hear was anything coming. on it. I liked, you know, which That's is a sad shame. because you know, if you look at back like uh, "Devil Without a Cause," yeah, had some great songs on. Of course, everybody knows the song "Cowboy," yeah. and you know, only God knows why, but you know, like "Bought It a Ball" uh-huh. and uh, "I Am the Bull God." You know, yep. and these songs had some kick-ass guitar playing to them. So you know, and, kind of abandoned that, huh? And and it's totally abandoned that. You know, it's gone. And I think what it is is the guitarist Kenny Olson. He you know, here. yeah, lives here in nashville and you know thinking about it you go back and look at some of this earlier kid rock stuff with the guitar work was so damn good in it mm-hmm. you know and i wanted to give a good example of that today for rap rock so you know obviously it's kid rock but you know you're gonna love the guitar playing in this because it's it's pretty rocking and heavy and uh you know this is a good yep. good humble song from kid rock a good you know down-to-earth humble you know don't look at me you know let's just pay attention to the music for a moment here and a great little song called you never met a motherfucker quite like me
can you feel that? And I'm home. You never met a motherfucker quite like me. And not like me. Not dead like me. Hey, hey, like me. There you go. I mean, you can't talk about rap rock without including Kid Rock, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, and some of that stuff, you know, I was a big Kid Rock fan at one time. You know, I called it on radio even before he ever took off because we got a sampler in at the station and it just kind of sat along the side with everything else. And one day I was bored, so I started picking through them and played it. And I think it had I'm the Bull God on it. Yeah. And I was just like blown away by the guitar and, and I wasn't real sure about the rap and stuff. Yeah. But for some reason with Kid Rock made it work, you know, where yeah. it was still a rock song even though he was rapping because he did sing parts of it. Yeah. And I said this is going to be big. All right. And they said, "Eh, no, it's not." It's a, yeah. And it wasn't too long later it that they was. were like, "Oh, you need to play this All now." Right. And I was like, I was asking if I could play that, you know, 3 months ago. It's funny you, you mentioned that and this shows how different you and I are because the first time I discovered Kid Rock was also when I Am the Bull God was a, a single. Yeah. And the way I discovered it was through the D. Snyder movie Strangeland. Oh, yeah. And it was, I'd rented the DVD. And um, part of the extras on the DVD was D. Snyder talks about the bands that are on the soundtrack. Because so, obviously, being D. Snyder, it's going to be music is a big part of the promotion for that 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 movie, and that's a really good horror movie if you yeah, haven't it's seen really it. Good. He's a and great the, villain in that. And movie. the whole soundtrack is really yeah. Good. The movie, the soundtrack has a lot of great songs, and um, he's going through the soundtrack and he's you know introducing each video for each artist. Yeah, and he gets to Kid Rock and he's like, "This is going to be huge. This is Kid Rock and this is I Am the Bull God." 
But I watched it and I was like, this is garbage. It's not going really? anywhere. I was like, it's a rock and rap, it ain't happening. See, I heard it and I knew it was going to be huge. I thought right it would away. just be a novelty. I didn't think it would be a, a big thing. But I think to me, being, you know, being a Kiss fan, being Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, yeah. all that, you know, it was about the guitar. The guitar yeah. work in, in the and music was so great. freaking good. Yeah. And uh, I was actually checking out something called the Kenny Olsen Cartel. Yeah. It's a it's solo a, band. It's an album. Yeah. It's it's really good, too. There's It's eclectic. It's got some different stuff on it, but it's all really rocking. Definitely worth checking out if you're going to do it through the Amazon link at decibelgeek.com so is the way to go. It's another possible person we should talk to. We should definitely talk to him. Being yeah. that he's right here in town. He's right here in town. You know, yeah. And he's a rock and roller. You I got know to it. meet him uh, like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, at the residency. He was hanging out there. He right was talking on. to Ryan. That's cool. Nice guy. Right on. Oh, uh, no, it was Paul Taylor. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Come to Nashville if you've never been here. <laughs> Everyone's here. Um, was it the guy from the Hair of the Dog? Or yeah, was it the guy from Winger? Was it the guy from Thin Lizzy? I don't remember. Yeah, I, it's really crazy. Um, so, Dude our, from Alice Cooper. I yeah, can't no, keep track They're anymore. all here. Um, okay, so. Hey, look, there's Mick Mars. Yeah. For my last pick of our rap rock episode, and this is more rap metal for sure, because this song is really aggressive. When uh, Aaron first proposed this idea to me, I knew immediately what my favorite song to play was going to be. Yeah. Mudvayne put out LD50 in 2000. I remember this. This was a hit single when I was working on radio. And I was I was playing in bands at the time, and um, this album and like Mudvayne, this type of sound that you're about to hear in this song, this is very much what my band was going for. We were trying to do this stuff. Although Mudvayne's are some incredible musicians, and uh, especially on this album, it, this kind of this album helped kind of birth the phrase math metal. Wait, and this was before they took the makeup off, yes, right? They were, and that, <laughs> that's what made them cooler, was the makeup. Right. Because I was like, oh, hell yeah, it's kind of a kiss throwback, you know? Right, like, and you didn't even care about the music. You oh, saw no, a I picture loved... of them, and you're like, oh, a band wearing face paint, oh, no, no. I'm in. I thought the face paint was cool, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. But I, the sound, man, especially the song you're about to hear, it, this song kicks ass. It really does. Um, this was their debut studio album, released August 22, 2000. It peaked at number 85 on Billboard's charts. The band formed in 1996 in Peoria. So, like, Mudvayne's in Illinois, Slipknot, and Mushroom Head are from Iowa. Yeah. What's going on in the Midwest? The Midwest to cause these is kids to do this. Bursting from the underbelly. Uh, yeah, I know. And uh, the album's first track, Monolith, refers to Stanley Kubrick's film 2001 A Space Odyssey. The, uh, the band were greatly influenced by this film during the making of the album. Um, but this song right here, this song is pure ass kicking metal, and it has a rap part in it, too. This is Mudvayne with Dig.
It. I'll always it remember that song. Yeah, it kicks your <laughs> ass. And I remember when it came out, it was one of the most popular songs. I mean, every other phone call at the radio station was a request for that song yeah. when it first came out. It's a mind-blowing song. It's I really mean, good. Yeah, if, you, if you're into this type of stuff, I know some of our older listeners are probably just shaking their head going, I can't believe you're playing that. To me, at the age I was at at this time and what I was into at the time, man, this song was just killer. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we got to do something to reel it back in once again. So, you know, if we're going to end things out today, before we, we close things out, of course, we want to let you know again about DecibelGeek.com. That's where the Amazon link is at. We've played a lot of good music for you today, a little more than what you probably expected. But, you know, if you trust us, I think we did a pretty good job. I think so, too. You know, we didn't go too crazy with you, but we wanted to do something a little bit outside the box today. You know, we're bringing, you know just scientific Why a little not? bit trying things out yeah. so i think it went okay um you know decibelgeek.com that's where the action's at you check it out the uh, amazon writers or the uh the website writers are there they're all over the world doing all the kinds of stuff that we can't do but they're reporting back so that we also can enjoy it all right so that's an awesome thing i don't know is it uh is the new website up now <laughs> i don't know it depends on when that's when this gets released if it is we have to enjoy. add a disclaimer yeah if yeah. it's up now yeah i'm sure you're loving it um you guys know all this stuff let's just skip it today you know you've you've put up with enough i think <laughs> so you know there's only one way to end the rap rock episode and it is with my opinion to be the greatest rap rock song of all time corn no Limb Biscuit, uh-uh. Papa Roach, nope. None of that. The greatest rap rock song of all time belongs to the one and only Kiss. All righty. You know I'm talking about All Hell's Breaking yeah, Loose. I know. You know it. The greatest rap song of all time, right? Uh, well, to me, yeah, It's sure. the greatest hip-hop song ever released. It's genius lyric. Right? Kanye West will tell you that. Everybody knows it. Let's not let's scrub Kanye West from the record of this show, please. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh this is a great song, you know, credited all four members of Kiss at the time as writers. Had a cool video, you know, it's all good. So if you wanna if you're ever in the mood to listen to some hip hop, you know, you're hanging around with some people that listen to hip hop and you wanna prove you're cool, just put in your cassette of lick it up and listen to this one. So this has been our fun experiment for you for the week. It's rap rock. What a better way to end it. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. We're going to end it with Kiss. We'll see you next week. We got some cool stuff coming up. Till then, all hell's breaking loose. See ya. Minding my own business Now he looks me up And he looks me down And 
says, hey man, what be this and what be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked into my kind of laughed. I said, hey man, I am cool. I am the breed. And we won't change or rearrange And we ain't ever 